Wait, what did Chowie actually mean again? Oh, it was hickey, sorry. Hickey. A lovely hickey. A lovely little hickey anywhere on the body. Um, it doesn't have to be in a, up on the neck. It can be uh, down on the liver or towards the big toe. Or on the chull. It can mm. be right on the chull. But I think that does have its own word. Right um, on the chull. Uh, right on the chull. Um, <laughs> as, that's on our coat of arms. Um, <laughs> Hello. Good evening. Good time of day. Whatever time it is you're listening to this. And welcome... To and now this, my name is Charlie. I am your host today. My name's Jack, and at the weekend I went to the Greggs on the Strand. Mm. My name's Jenny, and I just ate some homemade toast. And uh, now I'm just full of bread. Now there's lots of things to pick up on there. Lots of uh, <laughs> yes, lots of things. lots of different strands to follow if you'll like pardon the wordplay. Yes, this is, and now this, a, uh, a podcast about us three. <laughs> Lots of things to pick up on. Not going to pick up did, on any of them. Let's move on. Did, before we move on, though, did you mean to start this like a priest or a vicar? <laughs> Was that what you were going for? Uh, it's, yeah, sometimes you can't shake off the training. It just it, it comes back <laughs> and takes over at the worst times. And we will press on into the podcast, further in we delve, into this mine, and the first chunk of diamond that we're going to mine out of this wall is called What (laughs) Three Words. It's always at the entrance of the mine, and this is a a, a game, I suppose you'd call it a game, where we we take... We take the app, the application, what three words, which takes uh, one metre or three metre squared squares in the world and uh, assigns them each a unique three-word code. And so we each pick a location and the words uh, uh, follow on. Uh, we've got alphabetically, so we'll start with Jack. And uh, he chose the location <laughs> Bitch Lake, Idaho. <laughs> it's where I'm from. Yeah, which um, which alphabet are you using? Just the regular one. It's the one that you'd find on on any given one where day. J comes before C. Just the one where there's always ways. You've got to look. Let's let's not. All right, let's just not today. <laughs> <laughs> bitch Lake. <laughs> let's get back to Bitch Lake. Bitch Lake, Idaho. Ah, uh, home. The three words assigned to Bitch Lake. <laughs> A wash, uh, tourism, and essential. They're all very appropriate words for a place called Bitch Lake. I'm going to roll a six-sided die. Each of us will have two numbers assigned to us. I will be numbers one and four. Jackie will be numbers two and five. Jenny will be numbers three and six. And we'll decide who's going to uh, improvise a, a scene uh, around these three words. So the first one we've got is six. That's Jenny. Whoop. And Jack. J and J. Fantastic. All right. Uh, g- give 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 me some lights uh, and uh, action. Hello there, and welcome aboard this bus tour around Bitch Lake. If you'll uh, look to your left, that's the tourism centre where we picked you up from. There are toilets and Wi-Fi at the end. Do not ask questions about it before we get there. Be greatly much appreciated. Uh, it's essential that you look at your safety cards for if the bus falls into the lake. <laughs> Are there any questions when we start the tour? Yes, madam, you at the front. Yeah, I was just wondering, um, is it okay, do you think, if I, uh, if I just have a quick, a quick bath in the, uh, in the lake? You know, I just I feel like I need a, a quick wash. Ah, so you've heard of the healing properties of bitch lake. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the main reason I came. Uh, I just, you know, I am, I'm just full of sin. And I, I just feel like I need to, you know, wash, wash all my, all my wrongdoings away. And, and I heard that this is the best place for that. So Yeah, well, there's some interesting history behind that, actually. Whitaker's Pharmaceuticals is based on the other side of the lake, and they dump outrageous amounts of chemicals into the water, ah. which gives it its distinctly black hue. Right, and, yeah. Uh, and some say 
that has the healing <laughs> powers. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know, pharmacy they 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 give you medicine yeah. and, and and stuff so to heal you. So I guess that makes sense, you know. Is it okay if I just uh, take a dip? That's fine. That's fine. We'll wait here with the coach while you go take a dip. Are there any more questions? Yes, you, sir. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was just uh, wondering if is this considered a, a reservoir or or is it like in fact just a lake? Now, you guys have got such interesting questions. It's actually the only, <laughs> it's the only man-made lake in Idaho. Oh right, so so like so, I guess it could be considered a reservoir because reservoirs are not they're not natural. I don't, I'm not. I don't know much about you know bodies of water. So we don't accept your bigoted water views here, sir. You can't say things are unnatural. That's just we we don't have that on here. That's just first strike. I, I'm sorry. Right? I, I didn't mean to. And as far as I'm concerned, if the water wants to be a reservoir, it can be a reservoir. No, I know. I wasn't. I'm sorry. I, I wasn't. Didn't mean to offend. I was just, you know, I was just trying to learn a bit more about this beautiful uh, water lake. It's called a lake. lake. Oh, this, yes, lake. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's fine. It's fine. We'll move on from that. I think he has a question. Yeah, little boy, you have a question. <laughs> Hi. Um, I was just wondering if um, um, if it's uh, essential for uh, you to be so uh, rude to your uh, the people on the bus. How dare you! <laughs> right, <laughs> driver into the lake. That's it. We're going in. You better have looked at your cards because we're off in. Hey, oh. Everyone get your scuba gear! Cut? What are <laughs> I don't know, I wanted to be the driver. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I see. I thought you just saw one at the back of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the first one that we've done where there's been multi-rolling. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm beginning to notice trends. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Jack, your scenes <laughs> seem to be... Get the words out of the way as quickly as possible. <laughs> and then play the, I'm assuming, the same Englishman in America. <laughs> he just works at so many different places. He's an international man of mystery. He's That's a it. curling instructor. <laughs> He's a tour guide. You integrate the the name of the place, and that's not like that's not a rule. You just choose always to be in the place <laughs> that you mention. Yeah, you've got a trademark. We're only five episodes in. I'm consistent. Yeah, you've you've got a brand going here. You're building. You're building your brand. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> I'm building my brand. Apparently, <laughs> that toast treating you well. Also, um, yeah, going into a lake is the only bad thing that can happen to a bus. <laughs> it is widely known that that is the only weakness of the bus. It's a large body of water. It's the bus's kryptonite. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the next location. We'll work our way upwards through the alphabet and then sideways <laughs> into Saskatchewan. The, th the three words there are folds, he folds the clothes, oh. reservoirs, which we've, I feel like we've covered, and <laughs> snarl. 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 Oh, <laughs> I definitely looked at the wrong words in the last one. That's why I said reservoir. Oh, right. <laughs> You're just trying to get all nine words in, in one scene. <laughs> um, so let's, it'll be me and... Jack. Oh, okay. Folds, reservoirs, snarl, Jenny. If you'd like to uh, give us give us a lead in. Oh yes. A three, two, one, action. Hello and welcome to this bus tour around Bitch Reservoir, Idaho. <laughs> uh, we'll be uh, just uh, cruising around so you can take a long look. At all the reservoirs you want. Um, do be sure um, the back of the seat in front of you does fold down. They all fold. Uh, several folds will be <laughs> on the bus at one go. 
the the bus itself does not fold, but it is in there where you will find uh, the safety instructions. Uh, if you read them, are there any questions? Um, excuse me, excuse me, yes. sir. Yes, sir. <coughs> Sorry, my voice got a bit <coughs> caught up in my throat. Uh, Sorry, sir, I'm just looking at your name tag. Is your name Saul? Or does that say Carl? I can't quite tell. Does that say Snarl? Or Carl? <laughs> my, my, name's, my name's Nicholas. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right, okay. I believe I left my glasses in the hotel. This is going to be okay. an interesting tour. I'm going to rely a lot on your voice to tell me what's out of the window. Yes, yes, very good. That's how these things work. What, um, what would happen... What, sorry, before you move on. What would happen if... <laughs> This bus here <laughs> fell off a bridge and, like, the top half <laughs> collapsed in and the, the bottom half folds in over the top of the, of, the, of the first half of the bus. So, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from everywhere. <laughs> of course, yes, I've, I've been there. I'm a man of the world. <laughs> I went to the University of Life and that has caused me to have an international way of thinking okay okay so well uh, don't get angry with me uh when i say that if the bus was to fall off a bridge um mm-hmm. if it was on to land we'd probably be fine the bus would compress so we would compress with it because that's okay. just how physics uh, and biology work and you know we'd be a couple of feet taller and a lot kind of a uh, two deer but we'd um we'd be able to walk away um, if we were falling into water, however, um, we would have to either develop gills and live upon the bus as a kind of aquatic base, <laughs> or um, we would simply perish. So you're saying that our mer, mer people in this reservoir yeah, from, from the, the previous, previous bus... bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that bus, that bus that was in front of us that we just saw go off the bridge. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yes. yeah. It seemed almost like it purposely turned off the bridge, like he meant to do it. <laughs> Is that part of the tour? I'm gonna need you to calm down, sir. Okay, I don't need you snarling at me. I don't need you shouting. I don't need you bellowing. <laughs> I'm just a very nervous swimmer. I can't <laughs> see myself surviving, sir. How good do you think you'll be at developing gills? Hmm. I do like... I do like drinking, so I think I'm halfway there. Very good, sir. Very good. What did you say your name was again, sir? My name is Snarl Reservoir Folds. From Massachusetts. That's why I was so intrigued by your name tag. I thought we shared the same unique name. No, not at all. Not even close. Nobody, you don't share that with anyone. Mr. Reservoir Folds. Um, <laughs> yes? I can't promise that we're not going to go off the bridge like the bus in front of us did. I can't promise you that. So I'm not going to promise you that. Okay. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> yes. But do you have my word that you will save the, the, the men before the women and children? I have your word. Yes. Okay. <laughs> if that's what you want me to have, I will have your word that I will save the men before the women and children. <laughs> Thank you for giving me your word. <laughs> and do you give me your word in return? That's how these things work, yeah? I, I will not. I will not surrender my word to you or anyone. You will have to fight me for that. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. I like your moxie, kid. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I'm about 70 years older than you. Please don't talk down to me. Okay, as you can see, as we head off the side of this bridge... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I I thoroughly enjoyed that sequel there. And we had it both ways. One, it was a lake. One, it was a reservoir. We mm. now everyone on the pre- the first bus can have it uh, whichever way they want. Yeah. Um, this final scene uh, will be between myself and uh, Jennifer. It is Jennifer's location as well? She has picked Gunville. On the Isle of Wight. Because <laughs> that's how they speak there, yeah. And the word, no one's ever been, I don't know. And the words are popping, I'm popping down to the shops, bombard, I will bombard you with good deals, and gladiator, gladiator, ready. 
then we'll take it on Jack's action, Jackson. Three, two, awooga. I am going to bombard you with my fists. Oh, no. Please. I've worked so hard to be where I am. I've got a family. Go and bombard them instead. You're in an arena, mate. You're a gladiator. This is what we're here for. Oh, no, I promise. I did not mean to wander into your area of conflict. I am merely a travelling salesman. I bring my wares from town to town. (laughs) And I offer them to the most mighty of warriors, which you clearly are. All right, so just hang on a minute, everyone. Just pause for a second. He's here by mistake. Uh, I'm not going to fight him. I'm not. Uh, So what have you got? Well, I'm glad you asked. I've got dartboards and chalkboards and corkboards. I've got pencils and pens and erasers. I've got books and nooks and lots of little rooks. And I can sell you chess. (gasps) All right. Well, I'll have some chess, please. How many? I'll take all the chess you've got. That's going to be... 78 chess. Are you sure you can handle it? Oh, yeah. That's that's fine. I, I'm a gladiator, mate. I've, I've earned quite a, quite a good living. All right. Uh, because I stay living, you know. Excellent. Mm. Good one. Good one. Um, I, well, open your mouth and I'll put the chess in. Ah. There we go. And... Um, That'll be thirty-two fifty, and your weapons. I can't give you my weapons because I need them to, you know, stay living as a gladiator. Well, uh, I need the chest back then. Hmm. Hmm. Get on with it. Stab him. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I'm just gonna just bear with me here, little man. I'm just gonna grab my. Uh, my big uh, club here and uh, I'm just gonna I'll just be popping that around your head really quick what, no, but I gave you the chess and I gave you the best deal on 78 chess for 3250 no you're in a gladiator arena okay and and a wooga why'd you have to kill him why <laughs> <laughs> he's a gladiator he fights. He was going places. The crowd demanded it. Yeah, exactly. The crowd can suck an egg. <laughs> <laughs> I do apologise. I don't even know if we got all the words in. I really struggled to fit popping into that scenario. We move on. Are we all moving on? Are you coming with me? Are you in the car? Yeah, yeah, I'll come mm. with you, yeah. Yeah? Well, let's drive off. I haven't got a licence. <laughs> Here we are at the next service station. <laughs> On our tour of service stations, this is a game I don't think we've had yet in our uh, first four episodes. It's it's called Slang Me Off. And what happens is I present uh, Jack and Jenny with a piece of slang from my, um, my, my little homeland of Cumbria. And they must give me a sentence using the piece of slang and what they, what they think it means. The first piece of slang was chull. Chull. So let's go in alphabetical order once again. Jack, could you please use chull in a sentence? Yeah, I believe I already knew this one. Oh, good. It's uh, originally a New Zealand word, isn't it? It's a Kiwi word. If you say so. It means like um, relaxing, just sort of hanging out. And they would say, um, Oh, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm just having a bit of a chill, mate. Just chilling, just chilling out. <laughs> okay. Those drinks, those drinks, they're really chill. That's also used for cold things. <laughs> mm. Okay, that's fair. Um, Jenny, could you use the word chul in a sentence, please? I, I went for quite the opposite. And I thought perhaps it was a an insult of some sort. So my sentence is, uh, how fucking rude, you absolute chul. Okay, okay, I like mm. it. It's not too far away. Jack, if we take your sentence... If I was to 
get the actual meaning and replace that word, it would be, oh, just having a penis tonight. <laughs> okay. And Jenny, yours would be, how rude, you absolute penis. So it's, you know. Oh, that's, that's quite good. Yeah. yeah. Chill, chill. You can see where it comes from. The next word <laughs> no. is chowy, chowy. Um, so we'll we'll visit um, we'll visit Miss Bingham. Could you use chowy in a sentence for me, please? Uh, yeah, I'm hungry. Uh, how's about we get some chowy? Because uh, I thought perhaps it meant food. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I I feel like from your reaction, it's not food. No, no, no. chow, chow. It makes sense. But that's what I, that's the yeah, that's the kind of train of thought I had going, really. Yeah. But now yeah. Jack reacted stronger on that, which makes me think yeah. he might uh, he might know, or he's got something far filthier in mind. I, I did know this one as it happens. Oh. It's a brummy word, isn't it? It's from, originally from Birmingham, <laughs> uh, meaning like a, a, a food stuff is kind of tough and hard to eat. <laughs> so they so they would say this steak's a bit chowy, isn't it? This steak's a bit chowy. <laughs> oh, I've been chowing all day on this. Sorry, where are these people from? <laughs> He's from Birmingham. He says this steak's a bit chowing. Fantastic. And now a chowie oh, is a. No. Uh, <laughs> oh no! It's 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 fine. It's not. It's a hickey. It's a hickey. I'm oh. a bit hungry. How about we go get a little hickey? You know. <laughs> okay. Okay, could be worse. This steak's a bit hickey, isn't it? Like a hick, you know, it could come from uh, the deep in the south of America. You know, a hick could be a cow from over that way. But of course, it does mean a love bite. Yeah, honestly, I'm just kind of relieved that those two words, I hadn't swapped them around. I didn't think that chull maybe meant food because then the sentence would have been, I'm hungry, how's about we go get some penis? That's, hey, some people are hungry for penis. And (laughs) some people like a good penis steak. And we can't fault them for that. No, 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 no. Chowy in that in the sense that you've put it, Jenny, just reminded me the other day that I heard I saw someone on social media uh, use the word panny D. The fuck's panny D? Uh, instead of pandemic. Oh. <laughs> oh wow! I'm so sick of this panny D. Can't wait to go get some chowy with the guys. That is so good. <laughs> I love that drink. Um, the last word <laughs> is cordy. Last word is cordy. Could you use cordy in a sentence for me, please? Jack! Yeah, I actually knew this one uh, already. <laughs> Funny, though. I believe it's, uh, it's a word used in the northeast by uh, Geordies. It's just a self-description. It's a very rare word, but it's a self-description of a Geordie that's somehow cold. Yeah. And it has to be, like, really <laughs> cold out there. And then go, oh, I'm a bloody cordy tonight. Yeah, uh, see, right. When when we first got on chat here, you said this was the one you'd forgotten to do, and it reeks of that, I'm going to say. <laughs> no, I'm a little, I'm a little cordy tonight. I'm you a... can just call me a little cordy. Okay, uh, Jenny, could you please use cordy in a sentence for me? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hey up, you know Cordy on the late, 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 late show. He he was in Gavin and Stacy back in the day. So I thought maybe it was a nickname for James Corden. You think we have Cumbrian slang <laughs> for James Corden? <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll tell you what, Jenny is closer here. Oh wow! Uh, because um, have you seen Cordy on the late, 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 late show? Whatever it is would be, in its actual definition, have you seen penis on the late, 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 late show? That's right. (laughs) Yeah, no, so I got it right then. Pretty spot on. And Jack, of course, oh, I'm a little penis tonight. You know, that's if you you dress it up as a a wee knob, you know, a little little cock. Okay, so so Cumbrians have not one, but two nicknames for penis. Oh, it could be more. Hundreds and thousands of words. We're like Eskimos with snow. It's like we, yeah. <laughs> we have over 80,000 words <laughs> for penis. Uh, so, yeah, Cordy. And again, you can see where they get it from. So, thank you for attending this uh, first uh, annual uh, definition B 
um, of the uh, of the Cumbrian slang. It's been very nice. Penis hickey penis is uh, the what three words of this podcast. Penis hickey penis. But if we were to get another what three words, I think the next place I'd choose would be Grinlaw. So specifically Hubble. So Jenny, why don't you uh, take us downtown? <laughs> so last week on One Step D and D, Deck was holding Helga's brother hostage and threatening his life. And Alton tried to bargain with him by giving him his axe back, but unfortunately he failed to calm the situation. Uh, Deck asked if Helga had anything magical. Uh, she said no, and Alton suggested that she give them her tavern in exchange for her brother's life. Helga refused, and uh, so she offered up her lost and found box. Deck, you, you seem to think that this was good enough and you let her brother go. You had a look in the Lost and Found box and it contained a, a bunch of random shit, uh, including old clothes and, and uh, some boots and some jewellery and just random knickknacks and, and kind of useless bits and bobs. And uh, also a an, an mysterious, ornately carved wooden box. And uh, you took the worn boots and the jewellery and the bobs of the bits and bobs. Mm -hmm. uh, some some <laughs> ragged clothes and useless knickknacks, basically, is what you got there. And you left everything else. You left the tavern and then you decided to go to the magic shop, the hat and cat. And that is where we are continuing on from this week. You head into the magic shop, the hat and cat, and the walls are just covered in shelves with potion bottles and books and all sorts of kind of magical objects and and interesting things um just floor to ceiling covered it is a very very jam-packed store and you see at the far end actually sat on top of the counter cross-legged is a a gnome and uh, he's he's got some very large goggles on, uh, which which make his eyes look way bigger than they are. And um, he's he's just tinkering with something at the moment with a, with some tools. But as soon as you walk in, he looks up, and and he looks very excited. Oh, hello, hello! Welcome to the Hat and Cat. Well, we have all sorts here with the best magic shop in the area. Anything particular I can get for you today? Hey, Alton, Alton. Yes? You're almost as tall as him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, very, very, very funny. Uh, do you happen to uh, do part exchange? Do you do trade? Oh, well, I can do. I mean, it depends on what you've got to trade. Can't trade you for something that's far more valuable, of course, if you've only got, you know, a, 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 an old glove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I've got some uh, bobs and some nicks. Uh, just uh, have a look. Is there anything in there of, of value? Oh, okay, let's let's have a look. See, let's have a look. See. He uh, he inspects the bobs and the nicks uh, w with his large goggles uh, very close up he he really leans in to look at these these things uh, and then suddenly much to your surprise he he whips his head back up to look at you mm, i'm afraid none of these are particularly valuable and uh, i can't sense anything magical here i'm afraid so uh, i don't think i will be able to trade you much uh, what if we give you all of them for one thing yes well it depends i mean that would get you something of moderate price, I think. C can I just have a quiet word with you? Uh, Deck, why don't you go look at the uh, the shrunken heads over there? Hey, all right. Sweet. Uh, have you got a potion that will make me taller? Oh, oh, I see. I see, I see, I see. You want to one-up your friend there. You want to one-up your friend. I see, I see, I see. You are a little bit... Uh, a bit smaller? You a bit smaller? A bit taller than him? Yes, yes. I, I I stand at a towering three foot four, but he is three foot four and a half. So, ah. 
has caused some tension. Mm-mm, that, that half a foot is, is very, very key here. I can tell, I can tell. Um, I do, I do actually have uh, a freshly brewed batch of Make Taller potion. Uh, excellent. Could I get a, a, a foot's worth? How you how you sell it? Oh yes, so so it's it's one foot per bottle. Ah, okay. Can I get two for these necks and nicks and bobs? <laughs> yes, I'm going to say yes. You seem like a very nice gentleman, oh. so we'll go for it. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. What what was your name anyway? I didn't get your name. So. Oh hello. Yes, I'm I'm Grieg, like the composer. I don't know much about music. I'm afraid. <laughs> Oh, he he is very popular in uh, Slough, where I'm from. I see, I see. Yes, no, it's it's. I don't know if it's spelt the same. Uh, perhaps it's spelt G R E E G, Grieg. Oh no, he's he's got an I in there. Oh, I see. Yes, 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 yes. Mine's mm. the uh, official spelling, I would say. Oh. oh, well, excellent, Grieg. Yeah, if I could just uh, get them, that would be uh, excellent. Yes, no problem. I'll just go grab that for you. What was your name? Sorry. Uh, my name's Alton, Alton Brushgather. Oh, 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 Brushgather, what a fantastic last name. I feel, that sounds uh, sounds rather familiar to me, that last name, actually. Really? Yes, I don't know why. Maybe, are you, are you, are you from a, from a, uh, maybe a, perhaps a royal family? Are you a well-known family? <laughs> no, not, not royal, not royal at all. Hmm, 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 interesting, interesting. Well, maybe it's just some, maybe I've come across a, a, a blush goother or something, perhaps one day. Who knows, who knows? <laughs> um, I'll just go grab those, those potions for you, just one moment. Thank you. And he, uh, he just, he just pops, uh, in the back to grab your potions. Hey, Alton, uh, what have you been buying? Uh, no, I'm just, uh, just looking at the menu, he's gone to... Uh, write one out for me in the back. Alright then. Hey, what, what are you thinking of getting? Hey, well, some of those shrunken heads were telling me some rad secrets, let me tell you. But you know, I was thinking we should get a wee pet. Ah, oh, what kind of pet? Well, I mean, I was thinking a shrunken head. Oh, uh, yeah, I could go for a shrunken head. Hey? Is there any of them that took your fancy? Oh, well, there was some, there was a couple of bad eggs in there. You know, we've got to steer clear of them because they'll trick you. They'll trick you into buying them. But here, come with me, come with me, and let's listen to all the, the things that they say, and then we'll choose from there, won't we? Oh, yes. Todd Lover. And uh, here we go. Here's the first one here, little one on the side. Uh, what is your name? So you see, we don't want that one Ooh, right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, no, we don't want that one. Okay, the second one here. Hello, what is your name? Hi. Ah, see, that one sounds annoying as all fuck. We don't want that one either. <laughs> yeah, and that guy for that. All right, this third one here. Where are you from? Up your bum, mate. Ah, no, I like the I like oh. the cut of the jib of this one. I like the sass. Aye, indeed. Have you got any questions for it, Alton? Uh, yeah. Um. What is the square root of five? Ooh. Your penis. Ah. A penis? It is exactly that long. Yeah, that's <laughs> how we do that. Well done. Well done. Uh, tell me, is, is your answer to everything either, you know, something to do with the pelvic region? Fuck off. All right, you see, okay, we've kind of hit a wall with this one. Yeah, I think so this we don't is, want uh, that. yeah. What about this next one? Uh, y- you, uh, head... Oh, you're right. What's your story? How have you become a head? Oh, well, I was just uh, walking down the street one day and uh, our scary man came out of an alley and uh, he just uh, he just grabbed me by the shoulder and pulled me into the alley and he cast some sort of weird hoogly boogly on me and uh, and then uh, this is this is what happened. I, my, I don't know where I haven't seen my body in years. Was this scary man, was he a gnome? Oh, I don't think so. Um, oh, I believe he was some sort of a goblin, more like. He had he had green skin. Okay. Hmm. Pointy ears. Oh, he was all right, though. He's quite nice, actually. He did, um, after he did it, he did um, put me into a, a bin. So I was, I was nice and safe from the elements. <laughs> I mean, this one can take a beating. Do you like this one, Alton? Yeah, I think we should take this one. Do you want to just put him in your coat pocket? All right, in the pocket you go. At that moment, Grieg uh, very 
abruptly bursts back out from from uh, behind the curtain, uh, holding your two potions in hand up in the air. Uh, Deck, if you could roll me a, a sleight of hand check, please. Twelve. Okay. He doesn't see that you put anything specifically in there, but he sees that you're fumbling with your pocket. And uh, so he kind of... His, his face distorts into a, into a slightly suspicious look. Um, uh, what are you doing over there? What are you doing over there? I'm just reaching. But, oh, please answer for me, Alton. I was just going to say, you've got the, uh, the potions I ordered there. <gasps> yes, yes, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Yes, yes, yes. And I, uh, uh, he puts them onto the counter for you and he just puts his arms around all of the, the bobs and nicks that you had put on the counter and he just pulls them all towards him and you can just hear them all just clatter onto the floor and then he puts his hands onto the counter and just looks kind of happy at you i thought he was getting you a menu uh well i i I requested something off the menu i thought i'd surprise you hey with with uh with half of one of these potions what is it well we'll have to try it and see so i i'm gonna drink one and then half of another one and then you can have the other half. Well, no, I'll I will take one each. How about that? Uh, okay, let me just take a sip out of yours just to make sure. Well, no, I don't want your greasy self all over it. I'll take mine, you take yours, and then we'll get the fuck out of here. Fuck. Yes, okay, let's not have them now. We'll have them later. Let's um, leave. Let's leave. Yes, quickly. We will quickly leave. We quickly leave. We quickly leave. (laughs) We are running full tilt out of the shop. (laughs) Okay, okay, bye. Uh, Do come back, please. I'll set up some more potions for you. Get the fuck away, you creepy bastard. Bye. I want to persuade Dex to give me his potion. (laughs) Okay. And with that, I would like to persuade uh, 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 Alton to give me his potion. Cool. Uh, so roll me a persuade check. Sixteen. Sixteen. <gasps> oh my goodness. Uh, so Deck attempts to persuade Alton to, to give him his potion. And at the same time... Uh, Alton is attempting to persuade Deck to give him his potion, and you just kind of end up swapping potions. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I really got him there. <laughs> Great. And that is where we'll leave it for this week. <laughs> what will happen next week in Grindelow? Another epic journey into the well that Jenny has dug for us. And it takes us delightfully... Into the midpoint of the show, where we have what we like to call the plug hole. So please, join us, Jack, Jenny and I, as we take you down town. The bath is empty. Jack, you got some shoutouts, Jenny's got some fan mail, and to jazz it up just that little bit more... Let's do it in the style of some Cali surfers, brah. Oh, oh dude. dude. Oh, yeah, brah. Oh, All right. God. Jack, who, who are our friends? <laughs> oh, well, I got a really cool friend. He's like a super cool dude. Yeah. Uh, he, he, writes, he writes like articles and, and stuff. Oh. He writes them on the website... Uh, Radio Rainbow.co.uk. Oh. Uh, it's like a British website. Uh, he's called Charles Leo Rain. Oh. And he he's like writes articles on you know movies, and he's just doing the the Bond movies. He's done a lot of them. Oh, I know him. He's cool. He's yeah, cool. He oh. has a cool dad. <laughs> that is choice. Of course, he likes the acronym uh, CLR. That's how it's yeah. written on the website. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> and like he writes about loads of things that come to him, and he's just started a new thing about what scares his friends, and he's gonna find out and use it against them probably. Oh man! All right, I see. It's gonna be real cool. That's radical. Yeah, man. That's that's tubular, dude. <laughs> that, yeah. 
Yeah, the way he writes it, it's all tubular. Yeah. If you want to read some of like CLR's work and stuff, like it's on the website radiorainbow.co.uk. Yeah, we'll link it. Yeah, man. you should go there and uh, link it, dude. It'll be link will be in the description, dude. Yeah, I yeah. read some of those and they're they're just they're so cool, man. Do we got any other friends? <laughs> uh, well, actually, now you mention that we have our first sponsorship on the podcast. Fuck um, yeah. I'll read you the the, the thing. Um Chaw-dude. As we all know, Jenny is a huge fan of Brexit. And through that connection, <laughs> no, we secured no, a sponsorship. No. We secured a sponsorship with Dave's British Wine. Yeah, Dave's Wine's a foot made foot made from a vineyard in Dudley, <laughs> and just use the code ANT twenty. It stands for Out Now This twenty for an extra twenty percent on your bill at checkout. <laughs> Get a Shropshire Shiraz or a Manchester Merlot delivered whenever Dave gets access to the van. Remember, that's ANT20 for an extra 20% on your order. And we got that. That's through Dave's British Wine. Jenny, thanks. Because of Jenny's Brexit connections. No, no. Thanks. You must have funded them so well. Thanks, man. No, I mean, dudes, I'm pretty sure Jenny is not a fan of Brexit. Oh, thanks, Jenny, for being a fan of Brexit. She's not. They don't need no no European rules. She voted against it. You you tell them, Jenny. Initially, she voted against it, but she changed her mind. And now she's... You can't do that. And no, that's not what happened. She came to see the light. No, she told me that she voted All right, so we're going to move on to fan mail now. (laughs) Oh, my God, you guys. We got a load of people writing in. We got a load of people sending them across the waves. And we really appreciate it, really, Ja. So we're going to read some of them out now. Jana, you got it, O'Hara? Yeah, so um, the first uh, the first letter that we've got is from uh, Christopher Bingham in London. Oh, my God, that's so radical. And um, <laughs> he says, I love the podcast. I had a laughing fit in the bath with the dick songs, uh, which is a reference to our first episode so go listen to that if you haven't already uh thanks so much yeah. for your support dude uh we appreciate it thank you dude takes a lot when we hang 10 with the dick songs bro <laughs> <laughs> um so our our second letter uh of this week is from uh just martin <laughs> Uh, just Martin. <laughs> just Martin. <laughs> and um, it says, uh, he says, uh, Dear Jennifer, uh, we, we have become aware that you have a cat in the property. Um, as you are aware, uh, this is not permitted by the landlord, so we'll need to. Um, I think that uh, wasn't meant for us. I think that might have been meant for uh, for Are you getting evicted, dude. No, uh, I don't think that's what's happening. Um, you can come and live on my board. It's fine, man. We'll swim the seas. You can come live with me, dude. There's no bureaucratic bigwigs making rules that you have to follow here, dude. <laughs> I know you like that, man. That's uh... so. Thanks, Martin, for riding in. Uh, we really appreciate your support. Do we have any more from our fans, Jana? There's one more from uh, Gregory from uh, from Orpington, and he says, um, "Charlie, are you like uh, single? Because I like the sound of your voice, and I want you to." Um, Say sweet nothings in my ear, love from our ear, Gregory. Does it say if how like wide and tall? Does it have his dimensions in there? It's an email, and he has actually 
atta- there's an attachment dude that I hadn't seen before. So maybe that's um, maybe that's his dimensions. Let me just uh, let me just uh, oh no. For future reference, if you're gonna hit on me via the fan mail, I'm gonna need the dimensions of your genitals, okay? Anybody who's sending in, just I need like stick a ruler. If you uh, if you have a a ruler handy, I'll just forward that to you, um, and I think you can probably figure out the dimensions from uh, that attachment there that I've just uh, unfortunately seen. Um, Look, hey, that was your own fault, man. It was my attachment to open. You're opening my mail, man. Yeah. Oh, sorry, dude. Sorry. It's up to Charlie to find out how chill is chill is, man. Yeah, well, you can um, have a look at his Cordy uh, <laughs> yourself. All right, well, thanks for that, everyone. That was the plug hole. We've been sucked down. The bath is empty. And now we're going to pop back up <laughs> and take a shower. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. But not actually bye. The podcast continues. Uh, we say goodbye to those people from California. And they'll they'll be going back to wherever they're from. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> we move on to a lovely edition of show and tell. Welcome to the classroom. Hey kids, what you bringing in from home? We've been asked uh, to create uh, stage directions. the The medium is stage directions, and it is about the, that most well, that widest of topics that is cardboard. <laughs> I'm not sorry for choosing that. Uh, Jack, could you remind me what last week's competition in Show and Tell was? Yes, I can. Um, We were tasked with doing... uh, The topic was bears, um, grizzly, koala. Panda. Panda. There we go. And uh, our form (laughs) was anything we so chose. The votes are in. They have been counted and verified. And I can tell you that the winner of the Freeform Bear show-and-tell competition is... It's Jenny! Hey! Really? Jenny, you have won a recording contract from Bears (laughs) and will have a book published. Wow. Congratulations! Thank you! Congratulations, Jenny. Thank you so much. It must be because I I just found so many words that rhyme with bear. And I was yeah. you know, also advocating for, you know, not destroying their habitats. That's correct. You have won 250,000 bear habitats to do with as you please. I'm going to give them to the bears. Oh, no, they're non-transferable. I'm so sorry. Well, oh. Oh. anyways, we move on to this week's stage directions about cardboard. It's maybe the trickiest one we've had so far. But if anyone can traverse it, us three would maybe be the people you might choose like 10th or 11th or somewhere along there and like (laughs) but we're all you've got so here we go and i'm gonna say let's go jenny first okay i really want you to to tap into your wild um you know imaginations with this one and just really try really try and picture Uh picture the scene An empty stage. After a few moments, a large cardboard box slides in from stage left. It is open and appears to be completely empty. A moment of silence and stillness. The sound of a quiet motor starts, shortly followed by the sound of air, like something being inflated. After a few moments, A wacky inflatable arm-flailing tube man suddenly erupts (laughs) from the once-thought-empty box. He whips through the air, chaotically rippling up out of the box, flailing from side to side, up and down, hitting himself with wild enthusiasm, his eyes full of excitement and his mouth pulled into a large grin. A single violin begins to play a sombre tune from offstage. The wacky inflatable arm-flailing tube man continues his chaotic dance above the cardboard box, 
his happy expression never wavering. The music starts to crescendo, the violin's melancholy melody piercing the air as the wacky inflatable arm-flailing tube man's flails become increasingly frantic. The song reaches the height of its crescendo with mournful virtuosity and then suddenly stops. The last note hanging in the air as the wacky inflatable arm-flailing tube man's dance of sorrow abruptly slows. A moment of silence and stillness once again. The violin quietly and gently begins to play again. The wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man, suddenly so still, slowly starts to descend with surprising elegance. Still grinning wide, a single tear rolls down his face, continuing to travel all the way down his long tube body. <laughs> he starts to crumple, cascading down towards where he came from. The music grows softer. The wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man gently collapses back into the cardboard box as the final note of the violin plays. A moment of silence and stillness once more. Ugh. Hauntingly beautiful. <laughs> Are you taking that to Edinburgh this year? I'd love to, honestly. I think it'd be great. I think it'd go down well, yeah. Yeah, the the idea came to me uh, in, a, in a dream. Ah, as the best ideas do. Yeah. Poor, wacky, inflatable, arm-flailing tube man. So sad. <laughs> but so beautiful. Um, let's go to um, Charlie next. What have you got for us, Charlie? Well, today, Charlie, I've got you some stage directions about <laughs> cardboard and a little piece called The Witness. A landfill. Brisk morning. A firm piece of cardboard sits downstage, the front, in front of a, a huge mound of trash. It's just basking in the breeze. This is Harry. Harry watches as the landfill attendant checks the area around him. As the attendant roots through the piles, three people approach from behind. They surround the attendant and shove him down into the rubbish. Oh. One of the group pulls out a gun and shoots the landfill assistant dead. <gasps> I'm just beginning to notice a trend with my own uh, show and tells here. <laughs> Harry remains silent, <laughs> trying not to attract attention. The gun is thrown down and the group leave. Harry, furious at the death of his friend, reaches for the gun but cannot bring himself to pull the trigger. Landfill. Bright afternoon. Harry sits and watches as a man roots through the rubbish piles in front of him. He soon recognises this to be serial rapist Billy McKenzie. <laughs> Harry silently reaches for the gun once again, but as he lines up the shot, he just can't pull the trigger as McKenzie potters away. Landfill. Dusk. Harry sits, thinking peacefully. A figure drifts in from stage left. The figure is holding a guitar and approaches a nearby group of homeless folks gathered round a fire. The figure with the guitar interjects himself into the conversation and starts to strum his guitar. The sound that Harry now recognises as Wonderwall by Oasis drowns out <laughs> anyone else. As the figure is about to open his mouth to sing, Harry grabs the gun and shoots the figure emptying bullet after bullet into him and his guitar. The homeless folk scarper, the figure is dead. Harry smiles, content with his decisions. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful. That's very good. Yeah, there's a bit of a theme yeah. with your yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> chantels, isn't there? Yeah, lots of death. Yeah, like shooting people. Yeah, what can I say? 
Is that why you fled the country? Everyone's got to have a hobby. And yeah, mine is shooting and fleeing. And that's... <laughs> that's... Yeah, it, it was intense and a little bit a little bit morbid, but I was I was gripped the entire time. Oh, it's it's a comedy. It's a it's a light-hearted romp through the landfills of New York City. Ah, yes, clearly. Hmm. Well, yeah, you know, because like <laughs> he, he can't shoot uh, the people who've murdered his best friend or the horrible rapist. But you know, you get a guy who turns up to a party and starts interrupting all the conversations with a guitar. He's the guy. Oh God, you want to chalk him out? Don't yeah, you? no, no one wants to be that guy. Exactly. Nah, no, no, no. It's uh, it's a lovely, it's a happy ending, if anything. Mm. In the smaller scheme of things, which I think is a, a, it's a, you know, a story point of view you don't get that much. Yeah, it's overlooked. Mm. <laughs> Jack, why don't why don't you uh, why don't you bring us home, get up on stage and give us a shout? Yeah, sure. So uh, my, uh, it's okay. So I've muted myself, uh, so they can't hear me. Uh, so I'm just going <laughs> to talk to you guys first. He's muted himself. Um, Has he muted himself? No, I can hear him. Can you? Yeah, I can hear you now, yeah. Oh, you can? Yeah. Okay, just a second. <laughs> I've left the call because they could still hear me. Okay, so you can hear me. <laughs> what the fuck, Ed? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we confused him into thinking that his mute was the wrong way around. <laughs> uh, listener, I, I'm going to pretend that I haven't really done uh, anything. Um, I'm going to hold up some cardboard... Uh, cue cards for the other two to improvise with me and react upon. Okay, here we go. I'm going to go back in. Hello. Sorry about that. Something, something was just not quite right. Uh, I haven't really done anything for this. Um, I'm sure that you guys are going to be disappointed in me. And I, you know, I, I'm just sorry. I didn't really have time to think of anything. I know you guys will be disappointed. Listen, I'm fucking fuming. No, it's okay, it's okay. No, Jenny, stop defending him. You're always fucking defending him. Yeah, but he wasn't very well. He never fucking turns up when he needs to. He wasn't very well yesterday, you know, so, like, it's it's okay, Jack, we understand. It's all right. Th- thank you for defending me, Jenny. It, mm. it means a lot. Ah, bonne nuit! Bonne nuit, mon ami! That is not gonna faire! I, 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 no, merde, merde. Uh, sorry, Charlie. I know that you, when you get so angry, you turn French. Absolute merde. It's just I'm just trying to placate the situation and apologise. Laddie, laddie, it's fine. Just don't worry about it. Like, just calm down, Charlie. It's fine, okay? Uh, it's fine. Go I know you're French mad, but uh, Thierry Henry, Maxime Connellon. <laughs> um, I hope I've not upset you guys too much. Listen, I, I could keep shouting at you till the cows come home. You've done countless things. But honestly... Let's <laughs> <laughs> just crack on. It's fine. Like We'll just crack on to the next... I think that's what we should do. I just... Yeah. I just don't... I want to believe that you can be better. I just... That's all I think. I just want to believe that you can, but you never give me enough. And you never do what it takes. It's true. It just doesn't... Get it. It's, it's so hard. But, you know, he was sick. It's so tough. You're right. Look, when you're right, you're right. And I'm sorry. I just, I couldn't see my way past it. Passed through my anger. I saw red and I, I apologise. Yeah, no, it's okay. We, we, Jack, we're, we're sorry. It, we just, we got a little bit overwhelmed there, I think. Um, but we we do apologise. It's all right, guys. I, I know you didn't mean it. Yeah. I mean, we know what he normally turns out, don't we? And it's absolutely outstanding. Oh, yeah. He's, he's just fantastic. He is super. He's just great. Did you see his one-man show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was oh, phenomenal. A pièce de résistance. No, wait. <laughs> yeah, he he is potentially one of the most talented people I know. A tour de force, <laughs> as you could say. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys. That's made me feel a lot better about it. And I'm just sorry I didn't get anything done this week. <laughs> Excellent once again. Very, very good. Just yes, yes, indeed, very great. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do feel yeah. free to write in um, uh, to to my home address um, with 
whoever you think <laughs> should uh, win this week's edition of Cardboard Stage Directions. So what we need to decide is next week's medium. It's going to be a special week because we are going to do a visual form. It's going to be artwork. Ooh. And in the lead up to uh, episode six, it will be coming out. We will post the artwork and uh, let all the strangers decide. Um, are we going to keep it specific as a, a painting or a drawing? Or could it be something bigger? I think uh, any medium that you prefer, I think. Art with the hands. <laughs> Visual art with the hands. Okay. Yeah. Jack, could you give us a topic? Yeah. Um, football. Football. American or anglicised? Uh, any any way. Aussie rules, NFL. Oh, of course. Soccer. Uh, so any kind of football okay. with any kind of visual art with hands for next week. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so there we have it. Yeah, oh, that's something to look forward to in some part of the world, I'm sure. <laughs> but, um, and, and we will uh, topple off this bridge into the final uh, world of this episode. If I sound bitter, if I suddenly sound bitter after that last round, it's because I am. It's because I am. Jack is a tremendous creative and it annoys me that he's so creative every week. Me too. And um, I'm just glad I'm friends with him so I can one day exploit that (laughs) and (laughs) become famous for his work. (laughs) We move on to the last round, which is called Sentence Stories. We have a sentence from a story and we must get that sentence into a story. We tell ourselves one word at a time. You know the rules. We've all been here before. And we'll start off with... We'll go in reverse uh, numerical order. So we'll go Jenny first, who chose the book The Miniaturist by Jesse Burton. And uh, her sentence was, I thought you said an empty belly was better for the soul. So Jenny... Yes, sir. Are you okay to start us off? Fabulous, I shall. Evening. Came. And. I. Felt. Content. But. Discontent. (laughs) Said. My. Long. Lost. Father. Twice. (laughs) (laughs) Full stop. God, that was such a haunting tableau. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) that was a lot written by us is pancakes and coffee evening came and i felt content but discontent crept into my asshole slowly gently thoroughly quickly and quietly and this was nice morning arrived and the sun was late bastard sun the maid made him pancakes and coffee for his school When I saw it alone, feasting vigorously upon pancakes and coffee, I reprimanded myself. I was so very jealous and hungry. The headmaster called me knobhead. (laughs) I cried twice as he whipped pancakes at my ass. (laughs) I cried again, whimpering as hot syrup cascaded from his mouth onto my dad. I thought you said an empty belly was better for the soul, said my long-lost father twice. (laughs) Just like, can you imagine a head teacher having that much power? Even when the parents come in, he's like bitch-whipping them and just being like, no, your kid ain't good and you ain't no good either. It's just... (laughs) <laughs> he makes big stacks of fresh pancakes yeah. every morning just so he can whip them at the children. Has a constant pool of syrup in his <laughs> mouth that drips <laughs> off his chin. We'll move on. We'll move on to uh, to my sentence. Uh, the sentence is, There is always a dish of lasagna nearby. And that comes from Garfield the movie, the official novelization <laughs> by H.S. <laughs> Newcomb. Okay, Charlie, take us away when you're ready. Uh, Within the confines of the lair of Batman, there is an oasis tribute band. (laughs) 
and Mondays and Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays and you full stop okay (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I guess this is uh, the cast party within the confines of the lair of Batman there is an Oasis tribute band they regularly play Wonderwall without knowing the words or chords or attitude or whatever music is (laughs) Liam, Liam is played by George Clooney's brother, and Julia Roberts <laughs> plays bass. Bruce Willis didn't get cast until Noel Fielding shot his mouth load at Robert Burns. <laughs> Batman doesn't like Oasis, and especially Liam, played with panache, style, and gravitas. There is always a dish of lasagna nearby for Batman and Robin to give to Julia and Bruce and little Richard, because they love lasagna. <laughs> but hate cats and Italians and pasta and Mondays and Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays and you. (laughs) Immense. Very good. Immense. Mm -hmm. With that, we move on to our final book and sentence selected by Jack. The book is The Sherlock Holmes School of Self-Defense by E.W. Barton Wright. In order to avoid this mischance... You must act promptly. Take it away. Uh, in. Oh, thank you. <laughs> in. Order. To. Avoid. This. Mischance. Mischance. You. Must. <laughs> Go on, Echo. Act. <laughs> I. Demanded. Dancers. And. Prances. To. Whisk. My. Siblings. Away. Full stop. Full stop. Okay. <laughs> This is uh, a tale as old as time. (laughs) In order to avoid this mischance, you must act promptly, because you don't know what is happening around November. December, however, is fine. (laughs) Major news hits. Naked man in the House of Commons turns out to be Prince in Purple Jewels. Before I managed to recognise him, I fainted and slapped my chull upon the head of my favourite child. Ouch cried, Mummy, why did I get you presents when all you do is protect me with dengue fever? My biggest child had no shame, which can cause issue when he exposed one purple cordy without warning. We tried trousers, but they chafed under his nipples. High-waisted nipples run in perpetuity. Please came to arrest him. But out of his business, he hasn't done anything yet. Pointing with purpose at Officer Canterbury, I demanded dancers and prances to whisk my siblings away. <laughs> That's a great self-help book. <laughs> we really uh, create some interesting stories in this segment each week. We do, don't we? Mm. I'll have to uh, take them all one day and, and put them all into a book, like a book of short stories. Do you feel like there's a, a running... A running theme, a recurring word. As if Hugo Loris, Vicastor Rassu, Little Eiffel, Roberto. Merci for being with us today. This is where we leave you. that you have come and and you've spent your time listening to our podcast i'm just so grateful uh don't know what's going on i'm jack stevenson and i've got things to do uh now so can we can we wrap this up (laughs) thank you for being with us as on the the good ship and now this i have been charlie and i've got nothing (laughs) uh i've been jack and I, uh, I've had fun. Uh, I've been Jenny, and I have not had fun. Good. We're glad to be friends with all of you, and we hope you never <laughs> write us or... No, no, do. We hope you do write us. <laughs> <laughs> because that... We hope you never write us off. Ah, that's what I was going to say. Thank you, mind. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.